and welcome you back into Iggy's Sports Talk. I am your host, Jake Izuki, or Iggy for short. I want to thank you so much for tuning in to this episode, and if this is your first time listening, even though this is a sports talk show, my main goal with each and every single episode is to tell inspiring stories, whether my guests are sports athletes, friends, business professionals, I like to speak with them about their journey, what they've learned about themselves throughout that path, and how they've learned to overcome struggles with their mental health. But in this episode, I had the honor of speaking with former professional baseball player and the founder of Optimal Self, Jeremy Herriter. And in this episode, Jeremy speaks a little bit about how he found who he was outside of the game also how he overcame the feeling of not feeling good enough and also gives you some motivation to kick some butt before 2022 ends. Now let's listen to Jeremy and I's conversation. I am here with former MLB player and founder of Optimal Self, Jeremy Herriter. So how are we doing, Jeremy? Man, I'm doing great, Jake. How are you? I'm doing great. So I was curious, where are you calling in from? Because I'm I'm over here in I'm over here in New Hampshire and yeah. uh, about to start snowing soon. <laughs> well, you'll like to know I'm in sunny Southern California, man. It's about uh, I think it's approaching about 80 degrees right now over here okay, in go. the you know the start of December. So uh, yeah, it's a beautiful day, man. Sun's out, you know, sun shining. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to talk to you, man. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're recording right now on on December 1st. And a lot of people sort of look at that time as it's the end of the year, you know, let's let's enjoy the end of the year. But looking at December 1st, how do you kind of um, what sort of perspective do you have on that specific date? Well, I, t- I say it to you this way, man, and, and we talk about this a lot in Optimal Self and and how we help clients and and more so even companies is that there's I, I talk a lot about momentum and and how do we create it how do we get our lives how do we get our businesses how, whatever that is how do we how do we how do we get it rolling you see the problem I I, I see with these dates is that they're they're very finite meaning you know we we live in this world of oh hey it's the end of the year the 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 calendar's going to turn or even on a day right the clock is going to turn and what that does to us is it puts us into a truly limiting mindset meaning let me just tell you all hey look yeah it's december 1st today but guess what january 1st is coming yeah. so you see when we talk about dates the truth is that it, it's infinite it's not a finite time and we are taught, everybody, you are conditioned, we, me, we are all conditioned for these finite times, right? Is that, oh, hey, you should be really joyous and happy and put a bunch of tinsel and, and red stuff all over. And, you know, it's going to make you so happy. And it's cool. Look, I get it. I, tr- I truly get it. I do. You're going to get presents on this day and we're going to celebrate X, Y, or Z, depending on what you, you know, what you celebrate. And it's all great. It is. Look, I'm, I'm in it. But what I want you all to know is why can't we be that joyous and build our lives around every day being great, every day being 
a joyous or a celebration of. And look, I'm not all foo-foo and bullshit. Like, don't, don't, you know, if you guys are listening, you never heard me before and I appreciate, just, just stick around because I'm going to tell you the truth, man. It's like, we had to get away from that limiting thinking. We've got to, we've got to step into a more abundant mindset, a more infinite mindset. So to be honest with you, I don't give a shit what the day is. And I don't give a shit what the, what the month is. I don't even give a shit what the year is. And for those of you out there, I don't give a shit who the president is. I, I don't because none of that affects how I live today, right? This second, what I'm doing. It doesn't. I'm in charge of that. And the moment you understand that you can start creating your life and stop living somebody else's life, start living somebody else's conditions, start Mm -hmm. living somebody else's circumstance and that you get to create the circumstance, you get to create the environment. So, man, do I, do I like it? Yeah, I do. I I, I like to see my family, you know, we get some days off and, and people come into town and it's amazing. It is, it is. And I'm gonna get to hug some people that I haven't hugged in a long time with COVID and everything else. And look, yes, I love it. Let me tell you this today is going to be no different than tomorrow for me. It's going to be no different than January 1st. Look, my goals are infinite, man. My, my, my vision and my dream is way bigger then what can I do this year? Right. Way bigger. I completely agree. And I, I feel like any situation that you're in, it's all about the perspective that you have. It's all about the mindset, mm-hmm. the story that you're making up for yourself. And the reality that you're depicting sort of correlates with whatever energy, whatever um, you know, feeling that you're actually having. And you know, we, we saw a lot of people, obviously, throughout 2021, learn a lot, or especially 2020, learn a lot about themselves, learn a lot about where they want to go, come closer with their family. But we saw in 2021, a lot of people grow even more because it, 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 now they were actually able to go outside. They were able to actually do and, um, you know, put what they learned into effect. And so what were some of your favorite moments that uh, at the end of the year, you can really look back upon? Wow. That's a great question. I, I love that question. Um, and I, and I, and I love reflection actually. So um, you know, as I look back, I, I think truly, so for me, I'll say it this way, uh, about seven, eight years ago, journaling one day, um, I'm a big guy. I love to write. I mean, in my own journals, I mean, if you were at my house right now, you'll see, I have like, they're all over the place. Like I have yeah, one I have today like just, just to take notes of what we talk about. Like, literally I want to take notes. Cause I want to learn. I'm not here to just tell people anything. I want to learn. I want to, you and I having a great conversation, but I'll say it to you this way is that about six or seven years ago, I was journaling and, um, and, and the prompt that I got that day was <clears throat> what, what gets, what would get you out of bed every day? What, what is your, and, and so I attributed that to what is my purpose or what is my mission? And, and I, and to me, those, those, those two words are, are, are they're, they're synonymous, right? They're interchangeable. And my mission is to help and inspire people to change behavior through belief in action so they can be their best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And so, and that started that, that was first written so I don't even know how many years ago that was first written in my journal that I can, that I can go back and read journals, uh, around 2014 or 15. And so the things that to get to your question, man, is that there's two things that 
I am so proud of today. And, and, uh, and I'll share them both with you. Number one is I finally got my, my personal planner, our streak planner. It's literally not even out yet. This, this prototype has been, awesome. we've been working on it for all of, like most of the last, definitely the last six months. So the first prototype is here. You can see if those guys that get to watch this on zoom, or if you post it somewhere else, uh, the purpose, um, that'll be live coming out. So it's, it's my baby, so to speak. Um, and something I'm super proud of, and, and we'll, we'll talk more about this as we go. Um, cause I know you didn't know about this. This is also something that was brand new and it came out of a, actually I was on a podcast like yours. Um, and a, and a guy asked me about belief and I told him there's a, there's a belief has two sides to it. Cause I talk about my mission, which is to help people change behavior. And the only way to change behavior is through belief and action, mm-hmm. but belief most people don't understand is that belief has two sides to it. So if you and I sit down and, 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 and you want to grow your business or, or really easy one is like somebody comes to us and they, and they need to get their health right. Right. They need to drop some weight or they, they're, you know, they're on a bunch of medication and they're like, yo, I need, I want to be my optimal self. Well, we got to get some movement and we got to change some things. And so we build a plan. So if I take you and you're like, man, I got to drop these 50 pounds, right? I got to get off this medication. And so we build the plan together. We look at your goal. We figure out why that is important to you. That's a very big point, right? Because I want everyone to understand this. If, if, if you don't have a purpose behind your goal, then you will never commit long enough to the process to hit the goal. So I got I to gotta have purpose behind it. That's the first thing. Right. But we truly build the front side. And, and I know you can see this and I'm sorry, the people that are just listening to this can't, but you'll see on this coin, the three things are system process and plan, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this side of the coin, we build the plan. You understand the process, what it's going to take, right? And, and if you're in business, we, we usually build systems around your business, right? So that we know. Yeah. And when I sit with people, here's what they say. I say, look, do you believe in this plan? Do you understand the process? Do you understand the system that needs to be in? And a hundred percent of the time they go, yep. And those of you guys that are out there like diets and I hate the word. And if it has a name, it, it's probably not what you need to be doing because it's not sustainable over time, but mm-hmm. I'm going to use it because people understand it. You know, the keto diet or intermittent fasting or okay, whatever. And I'm not saying they don't work. I'm just saying sustainability and depending on your goals, depending on how you train, depending how active you are, all of those things matter. And you need to take those things into consideration. We can't just give a blanket thing to every human walking earth that, that doesn't work. So when I say, do they work? Sure. Because there's a plan and a process to it. Yeah. And they go, hell yeah, Jeremy. Yes. I believe in it. My hundred percent, your hundred percent. Yes. I believe it. And I take this and and I usually, these these are brand new. That's why I'm sharing it with you of 2021. And I turn it over and I said, there's two sides to belief. You can see this belief coin. Mm -hmm. Can you see the other, those three words? Worthy, capable, deserving. So the question is, I know you believe in the process and the plan. Do you believe that you are worthy, Mm -hmm. capable, and deserving of those results because that's where it starts, right? We can have the greatest plan in the world, in the world, the blueprint. 
the blueprint to this life or this, this wealth or this business or this body, right? Or this relationship. Mm -hmm. But if you don't believe that you are worthy of those results, if you don't believe you're capable of achieving it and you don't believe you're deserving, then no plan, no process, and no system ever truly works. Most people don't talk about that. So this is a long way around your question, man. But something that I'm so proud of is the, uh, the belief, the optimal self-belief coin is now a real tangible thing that we can talk about, that we can deliver to people, that we can hopefully get them to believe. I carry, the, I carry one in my pocket every day now. Every day since these things came, I'd never leave the house without. It doesn't matter where I'm going, to the gym, to the store, to, to an office, to a coaching session, whatever, to an airplane, to travel. Right. I have one in my pocket. And, I say, and because I always want to remember, Jeremy, you're on a goal, right? Yes. Follow the process and know that you are deserving. Cause I got to tell myself that all the time, man. Cause, cause I get those same doubts that you guys did everybody else gets. I'm no different, man. We're all in this together. Right. Exactly. So yeah, man, those are the things I'm proud of this year. I love that. I, to share. I, I, I think so many people are going to get a lot of, a lot of great use out of those. And, you know, I think it's going to really help them. Like you mentioned, feel that sense of that you're worthy, feel the, feeling that sense that you're deserving and believing in yourself. And yeah. I think that's huge as well is any, any goal, any, anything you're trying to manifest. It's, it's all about just the belief, the belief, not only that it's already happened and time just hasn't caught up yet, but also the belief in yourself that you can get there. And yeah. I, I heard something this morning. It was really interesting talking about, you know, trying to get into a relationship with somebody you're worthy enough to have somebody to have the opportunity to have a relationship with you on this great journey that you're having. And, and if you frame it and have that perspective uh, of it in that way, it's huge because it not only helps with confidence, but it helps with the exactly what you said, feeling worthy, deserving, and capable. Mm. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm right with you for sure. It's, and, and I think for all of us, it comes at different points of our life, right? Like where we, a lot of times when we don't feel deserving or we don't feel worthy, it's, it's not, or even capable. It's, it's that those things were planted in us a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I've, and I've got to, I've got to dig those out and I've got to find, you know, I got to find the reasons why or, or where that's coming from and what gives me those feelings and what gives me those doubts mm-hmm. and, and the truth. So if we go back to my mission, right. Change behavior. Because in order for you to have anything different in your life, you got to change something you do. And that's behavior. You can interchange habits as well through belief, which we talked about. But once you, the belief, the plan and the deservingness, we also have to take action, right? We have to actually be doing things that are in alignment with the goal that we want, right? Because the behavior is ultimately where that comes from. So whatever that goal is, and all of you guys listening, like, like, yeah, set it out, man. Like, don't be afraid to write it out. Don't be afraid to say, I want to make a hundred million dollars or, mm-hmm. you know, people get caught up in like, don't be materialistic. Like it's not about the material things, but I'm going to tell you right now, if you can afford a Bentley and a yacht in Monaco and flying private jet, like 
yeah, you're, you, you've got some pretty good habits, man. you got mm-hmm. some pretty good behavior. It doesn't make you a bad person. And anybody that told you that is full of shit. And we all have that, right? We all have that in our lives. If people are like, why do you need that? Why do you, it's, it's not a need, but it's that I've put enough time, energy, and effort, and I've built enough and I've given enough that financially I've built enough wealth that I get to do whatever the hell I want to do, whenever the hell I want to do it. Right. It doesn't make you a bad person. No. It does not at all. It actually, it actually shows you because if you're a really good person and you've built that, turn around and teach somebody else how to do it. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where fulfillment comes, brother. Right. Like, because right. again, Tony Robbins said it. Uh, I heard this years ago at a UT, UPW event, and he said, right, success without fulfillment is the ultimate failure because it's because it doesn't matter how, I mean, again, I teach my clients all the time. You know, we just had a guy uh, in, in the, in the real estate field um, hit a million dollars for the first year in, in, in his, in his gross wow. commissions, which is a huge number, right? I mean, it's, right. it's unbelievable. And they're super, they were super excited and all that, but leading up to that, I, I, we had to have a sit down and have the conversation. And I said, Hey, listen, we're on the trajectory, right? Yes. We're on pace. Yes. Yeah. Well, I said, please understand something that you're going to wake up. You're going to wake up one of these days in the next 30, 45 days when those, those deals close and, and that number is going to turn and it's become seven figures. It's going to leave that six figure number and the new comma is going to show up and it's going to go to seven. But here's what I want you to understand. Nothing's going to change. Yeah. You're going to be the same person. You're going to be the same dad. You're going to be the same husband. You're going to be the same brother, right? Mm-hmm. Everything. Cha- Don't expect that to feel different. Right. Don't expect you to feel different. Honor it because you worked your ass off and you followed the process and you followed the system and you created a life worthy, deserving, and capable of that number. Mm-hmm. But please understand, it doesn't change you. So don't expect that. And a lot of times we have that expectation, right? You get people, and I'm sure the guys that you've had on the show, especially as, as athletes, I remember that day signing that pro contract. That's all I ever wanted since I was three years old. Mm-hmm. From the time I could talk, that's all I told anybody. What are you going to do? I'm going to be a professional baseball player. What are you going to do? I'm going to be a professional player. They're like, ah, you might want to rethink that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and the day that you do, there's an exciting, there's an excitement to it. And you know what happens, Ig? The fucking reality hits is that you sign your name on there and they take that thing and they print it and you're taking pictures and you got your jersey up and you got your hat and you walk out of that room and you sit in your car and, and then reality hits like, oh shit. Right. I got to go perform. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to go earn that. Now I got to go earn that money. <laughs> I got to go earn that contract. Right. right and, exactly. and if you're not ready for that, whoo, it's a scary place to be. Right. Right-hand. I heard this the other day. I said the scariest place to be is alone with your own thoughts. You oh. know what I mean? Oh, Cause yeah. you're like, Oh shit. Am I good enough? Am I, <laughs> can I do this? Have I been just oh, tricking God, them all yeah. these Am I just been tricking them all these years? Right. Like, holy shit. But man, and that's something I hope people listening understand is that it's very important to have goals, but the bigger thing for those goals is not about achieving that goal. It's about who you become in the process, Mm -hmm. who you actually become, because that's the truth, right? 
Look, my baseball career was nowhere even remotely close to what I dreamt of, right? Like my dream was, I don't know if people will ever see this, but I hope they do, is you seeing your backdrop and seeing Pedroia and seeing all the people, right? Like that was my dream, man. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to be on that wall. I want to be on a kid's wall that has a sports talk radio show that, you know, but you can't find one. I didn't get there. I didn't achieve that. I wasn't, right. I, I didn't make it there, there to that level, like it, for, for longevity. So it, again, the failure is there, but here's what I will tell you. The lessons along the way to, to even get to where I got mm-hmm. have now created multiple multi-million dollar businesses for me. Cause I use the same mindset and the same, and, and the same daily action that I did to get where, to get where I did as an athlete. 100%. I, I feel like those expectations that we, that we set into our mind. And this is something that I've talked a lot with my friends about, because, um, you know, I, I have some friends who are, are, I just graduated from college, but some of my friends are still in college and they're a little bit older than some of the kids that are there. And they're like, well, you know, I didn't expect to be in this place in my life, like where I am right now, you know, I expected to be way further. And, I said to them, I'm like, well, did those expectations were they made up by society and your parents or and they're like, yeah, you're actually right. And, and the thing is, is that we go through each situation, obviously, to help us learn, to help us grow and to help us be better in the future. And like you mentioned, like you, you went through so many experiences throughout your time in baseball, throughout your time after baseball to help you be the person that you are today. And I, I think that's huge. And, you know, we all feel that when we have that expectation in our mind, especially with being able to get to the major leagues or being able to get to that certain money um, dollar amount. And once we get there, you know, we worked so hard and we thought that it was going to make all of our problems go away. And that we were going to feel this immense fulfillment. But once we get there, we're like, wait, that's it. That's, that's what we worked all the way for. And, and you, you obviously need to realize that you need to be able to be happy with yourself first. And, you know, you brought up sort of being able to have those habits and being able to look at yourself in the mirror and be proud of how far you have come, but you have to connect your goals with your values and really think about why do I want to get there? Is it, it's not only for my ego to fulfill my ego, but what values that connect with the why, and that will obviously really help propel you to be happy and fulfilled once you do achieve those goals. Man, <laughs> preach it, brother. You're right. It, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll take it one step further, and I, and and I think this is good for the audience to connect. It is that when like we have these goals, and, I, and you said it very well, is uh, our expectations even is a lot of those come from other people, right? Where there are other people's opinions, there's other people's ideals, there's other people. I mean, almost everything in our life comes from what we're taught by our, you know, mom, dad, aunts, uncles, you know, teachers, right? Mentors, coaches, whatever, is that we hear these things as a, as a young, impressionable kid. And then we take those beliefs as our own. Mm-hmm. And I hope what people understand today is, hey, look, take a look at your belief system. Take a look at it. And, and we need to discard those things that aren't serving us. And we need to discard them, the ones that also we aren't creating and, and understand. So when you have that goal and we, and we start to, you know, reverse engineer it backward, that the goal is there, our behaviors make the outcome, right? Of the goal. So what I actually do will create that. So right now, 
your behaviors, your, your financial behaviors are, you, let's just take a look at your bank account. And, and I can tell you what you, you know, how, what our spending habits is or our saving habits are and our investing habits are mm-hmm. very easy, right? Those are, those are our behaviors, what your behavior is, right? You look at somebody's physique, whether it be, you know, weight, whatever you're looking at, I can tell you what your nutrition or exercise habits or behaviors are, right? Mm-hmm. Very easy. So right. we can look at these things and understand the behavior gives us this outcome, everything that we do. But so our behavior is usually driven by our beliefs, what I believe to be right, what I believe to be okay with, what I tolerate. Mm-hmm. So if, if you tolerate, it's okay to drive through McDonald's and supersize the Big Mac combo. Well, your results, right? Because your belief system, your behavior is I'm a drive through guy. And the result is, yeah, I'm probably not very healthy, right? right? True story. Now, as we go, I mean, those beliefs can, we can fix those beliefs. Those, when you fix the belief and you say, I don't tolerate that shit anymore, right? Like people ask me all the time, a question I got the other day on a podcast and he was like, you know, uh, because well, let me, I'll give you this in a second. So behavior and then underlying behaviors are identity. That's the subconscious. What I really truly believe in myself. And it goes mm-hmm. back to the coin, right? The worthy, uh, deserving and capable. That's my identity. And so when I create, I get to create that, but most of the time it's subconscious and I don't even know what's happening because it's already created through the years. Right. right. But I need to go back and I need to, I need to understand what I truly believe me to be. What do I value myself for? Right. So one of the things he asked me this question, he said, so what do you value yourself for? I said, I don't miss. He said, what do you mean by that? I said, it's simple. I tell myself every day, who's that guy? Who's the best version of Jeremy? He's the guy I don't miss. I don't miss workouts. I don't miss meals. I don't miss a chance to tell, to tell my girlfriend I love her or that she looks beautiful today. I don't miss a moment in, in, you know, at, at a business opportunity because I'm always aware because I'm always. So my identity, the identity that I built is I'm the guy that doesn't miss, bro. I'm the guy that doesn't miss. And I also, I'm also a shooter. It's like, what do you mean? I said, man, I'm going to take my shot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take my shot. Look. The only reason Michael Jordan won all those championships is because he shot the damn ball, right? right? And truth is more times missed than made (laughs) some of the time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because you're going to miss. It's okay. It's okay. So we got to recreate, we got to create that identity because when you create that identity and you understand who you are, that's going to lead you to a better belief system. So the belief system is like, yo, I'm the guy that doesn't miss. Well, the guy Mm -hmm. that doesn't miss. So guess what happens to my behavior? When that alarm goes off at 5 a.m., <laughs> that I spin around and get my ass out of bed. Why? Because I don't miss, bro. Right. I don't miss. I don't miss. And when I, and it starts with little things. If you came to my house anytime that I'm not laying in that bed, my bed's made. People are like, why does that matter? Because check it out. That's the very first thing that I get to prove to myself every day that I did. So when I spin around and I put my feet on the ground, I do my nine breaths, I work through my breath, I get my mind right before I, and I step out of that bed. And some days you got to run to the bathroom. Y'all know that, you know, <laughs> when you wake up, you're like, oh shit, I got to oh, do yeah. All right. The other day, I either go to the bathroom and then I come back and I make it or I spin around and I make the damn bed. 
Two reasons. One, that way I don't get back in it because then I got to mess it up to get in it. (laughs) So, So I stopped myself from giving myself that option. And then number two is that it's already done. Mm-hmm. It's already done. I've already proven to myself. I've already won. I've already won the very first moment of the day. I already won. When you start stacking little tiny wins, and then I go in and I have my water because hydration is principle one of optimal self. We hydrate every morning. It's the very first thing because you're coming out of a fast. You've been sleeping for six, eight, nine hours, hopefully, most of you. And I, the first thing I want to do is get my body. I want to turn my metabolism on. So I have water, Himalayan sea salt, and lemon, and that, that, that I'm already winning, man. I've already won mm-hmm. two moments. The first two moments of the day, man, I already won. Exactly. Because what do most people do? They spin around, they leave it over, they're lagging, they're like, shit, I just want to get back in bed. Maybe they do. They turn on the coffee. Now they suck down that because that's the first thing. And look, I'm a coffee drinker. I'm not trying to tell you not to drink coffee. I love coffee like i literally import beans bro i have a grinder (laughs) and i grind them up every morning i make fresh ass coffee i love it right just got this new one from um from costa rica it's delicious yeah man it's so good so i'm not telling you not to drink it but i'm saying put the water down first win that moment when these when you start stacking little tiny wins that's what's going to give you the big wins because it's not about the end right Everybody wants to go to zero to a hundred. Everybody wants to make that first million. Everyone's like, yo, let's go zero to a million. And then it's overwhelming because it looks so far away. Like, no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. Let's just, let's just do one. Can we do one? Mm -hmm. All right, let's do that. And then let's do two. Right. Because here's what I want. I do want everyone to understand this. You cannot skip steps in life. You can't. You cannot, and I'll ask you this, it, 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 I mean, if, if you knew that the pilot, you're the person doing your surgery, right? Your dentist, like they skip steps to get to there. If you, you would you be like, uh, <laughs> yo, man. <laughs> I'd hop no, off the plane. <laughs> yeah, you're not putting, you're, you what? I'm off the plane. You are not cutting me with that scalpel. Put that <laughs> shit down. I'm out, right? <laughs> But here we are in our life, the trueness of our life, man, that we get to create. We want to skip the steps. We want to get to the million. We, no, man, come on, step back. Let's, let's win today. Yep. Fuck it. Let's win the morning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we'll get to the day later. Like, let's win the morning. Right. Let's win that. Because when you start thinking on those terms, you start stacking good morning after good morning after good morning after good morning. Then you start stacking days. Then you start stacking weeks. Then mm-hmm. guess what? Because I'm going to tell you this. Every little thing matters. That shit that you don't think matters, matters. Mm-hmm. Because when you do it consistently over time, yo, 10 years from now, it's going to show up. 100%. Five years from now, it's going to show up. It's either going to be your waistline. <laughs> it's going to be your bank account, right? And those can go either way. It's going to be a dope ass six pack when you're 50 or it's going to be, you know, back surgery because your belly's so damn big. Right. Those are all just choices, bro, <laughs> that you made years ago, mm-hmm. right? Years ago, you made those choices. And that's what life is all about. It's all about the choices. It's all about sort of, 
what you allow yourself to, you know, view on social media, watch on TV, you, you allow mm. to affect your energy, to affect your mindset, your perspective. And I, I feel like, um, especially growing up, you know, going through like little league and all that sort of stuff, you know, I had so much anxiety with, you know, some of the kids who their parents would be the coaches or, you know, the, the town would know like this kid's going to be in the major leagues, like at 10 years old and they would, you know, start them over everybody else. And, you know, no, you're going to sit on the bench and you not know, feeling of not feeling good enough. And mm. it's interesting because, you know, you get taught that feeling and program that feeling really early on. And then you start to see it show up in other parts of your life. But you, you had a similar situation where you play, you were playing baseball and you didn't make the all-star team. And you were told by a good family friend who was like a father figure to you that you weren't good enough. And I wanted to tell you, I wanted to give you the opportunity to tell that story because uh, I think it's a really valuable one for everybody who's listening. Yeah, man, it is my story. So, and, and I appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you bringing that up too, because it is, it, uh, I think it's really important to, to understand, especially the people that are listening right now who, who are like, who the heck is this guy? Right. And you know, oh yeah. Okay. You have a multi-million dollar business. Oh, okay. You've been to, you know, you were a professional athlete, blah, blah, blah. Right. And everyone's like, you know, but let me just tell you, man, those of you thinking that, like, I'm just like you, <laughs> like I'm, I'm no better. I'm no smarter. I'm no bigger. I'm nothing. So well, to go to that, to that particular time in my life is, I mean, again, yeah, I got to go, you know, play division one on a full ride scholarship at Gonzaga university. We were in the PAC 10 in those days, PAC 10 North. I was an all PAC 10 player, got to go on and play for the Cincinnati Reds and Arizona Diamondbacks. And when you, when you see all that, you're like, oh shit, right? Like there's, there's some, there's some accolades there, but I was never the best kid. I was, I was never, never when I was young. I mean, I could play, you wanted me on your team. Cause I was going to show up and I was going to hustle and, and, you know, I was fast, but I wasn't the best. Never, never, ever was I the best kid. Didn't get picked on all-star teams in my 13 year old year, our team won the championship and our coach was my best friend's dad and who I grew up with, go on vacation with still to this day. He's one of my best friends in the world. Um, we're in each other's weddings, you know, all those things. Mm -hmm. And that year I thought, oh man, this is my year, man. Like, yeah, like we won the championship. And I already know that the coach, like the, all the other coaches vote for the all-stars and then the coach gets to pick the last two kids. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yo, if I don't get voted in, then for sure he's going to pick me. I'm, I'm like a son to him, right? He's like a dad to me. And we go to that closing ceremony and my name doesn't get called. And I was crushed because I had already built that up in my head. Like, this is my first time ever. This is my year. I'm going to, you know, I made it, you know, and I didn't get called. My name didn't get called. And we were at the little pizza party after you guys all played little league. They did that, you know, and I went over to him and I asked him, I tugged on his shirt and he looked down at me. He was a, he was a big man. He was like six, six, four, six, five. It was just this little 13 year old boy. And he's like, yes, son. And I said, how come you didn't pick me for all stars? How come I didn't make it? And I'm going to tell you right now, tell the listeners I'm 50 years old today. And I can tell you right now what I was wearing. I could tell you the smells. I could tell you the sounds. I could tell you what he was wearing. It is vivid as it was yesterday. And I and he looked me dead in the face, dead in the eye. And he said, son, you weren't because you're not good enough. 
And I know what y'all are thinking, right? Like, and you're all right. Like I was devastated, Mm -hmm. like soul crushed and trying to keep my shit together, (laughs) trying not to cry in front of them. And, you know, he put his arm on me and I just stood there for a few seconds and I kind of moseyed over, went around the other kids and I tore my ass around the outside and went to the bathroom and sat in the stall and was crying my eyes out. And I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. I went to the front. I asked the lady, can I use the phone? Right. No cell phones in those days. And she's like, uh, when I was crying, she's like, is everything okay? I said, I just need to call my mom, please, 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 please. And luckily she was gracious enough and she handed the phone over and she dialed the number on there on the wall and called my mom. And I said, mom, you got to come pick me up. And she's like, what are you doing? You're at the pizza. Aren't you there? I said, yes, please come pick me up. And she's like, you're supposed to stay the night. It's a sleepover. I'm like, mom, I'm begging you, please, 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 please. And she's like, fine. I'm on my way. I didn't even go back inside. I literally went, walked outside right out the little doors. And I sat on the curb waiting for my mom and it had my shit together. Like I was like, okay, okay. Right. And the car pulls up. I jump in the car slam my seatbelt on and she's like what's going on and the moment she spoke that was it like i just started crying just full engulf like sobbing she's like holy cow what's going on what's going on so she pulls into a parking place right she's like and i'm like just go mom let's go and she's like i'm not going anywhere i'm not going anywhere until you tell you tell me what's going on mm-hmm. and i'm you know you know as a kid i was like please 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 and so i tell her and she's like, he said, what? You know? <laughs> like any parent, those of yep. you guys that are listening, she's ready to go in there and knock somebody's head off, right? And uh, so I'm banging her. I'm like, mom, please, please, please. I'm embarrassed enough. Please don't go in there. Please, let's not go in there. And she's like, fine. And I'll tell you right now, I just got the chills telling you this story. And I've told it 10,000 times. She looked at me and she, and, and she said, fine. And It got silent. I was crying. And she said, what are you going to do about it? What do you want to do? And I say that, I hope y'all heard that because it's the greatest thing my mom has ever done. I mean, she's a great mom and she's a tremendous lady. And, you know, anybody (laughs) like everybody says that about their mom, but like, for real, like if you talk to people about my mom, they're like, yeah, that lady is special. Um, And I don't think she knew what she was doing in the moment, right? Because I tell that story and I've told it to her and she's heard me on other shows and she doesn't even remember the story. She doesn't even remember that. She doesn't even remember that day. A zero recollection for her. I mean, she was a busy mom, right? Four kids. And I mean, ultimately six total at the end. Like she was, she was like, yeah, I don't remember that whatsoever. She's like, but anyways. Um, And I said, well, let's go to big five. And I know people are from all over the world probably listen to this, but big five is like the big sporting goods store, right? Like they have dicks and stuff in the United States now. And if there's other people in other countries, just think of your big giant, like sporting goods store. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you want to what? Let's just go get some ice cream and we'll talk about it. Right. Let's get some treats. Right. Well, you know? And I'm like, mom, can we just, you know, and she's like, fine. It's like around the corner. Wasn't that far. And so she pulls in and we walk in I drag her over to the baseball section and I point up and I still, I can remember it like, again, vivid as yesterday, man. There's a yellow sign. It was on sale, $19.99. And I pointed up and I said, can I have that? She's like, what the hell is that? And I said, it's a batting tee. She's like, you know, and like any parent, if you're a parent out there, you remember these days when your kids were little mm-hmm. and you're like, 
this kid's going to stop crying and stop being upset for a $19.99 tea. Done. Sold. Yeah. Right. Like she pulled that thing off. We went over, she paid for it and we left. And I went home that day and opened that box and built that tea. And I promised myself every single day, I'm going to go hit a hundred balls off that tea. I'm going to hit a hundred balls off that tee. And I did. I set out and every day, rain or shine, I went out there. Some days in the rain, I used to, I used to use tennis balls in the rain. So I don't want to wreck my good baseballs. Right. Cause I didn't have that many good ones as it was. We weren't, we didn't have a lot of money, but I used to go. Um, I used to at night, I would go to the park. I would act, you know, I'd be playing outside and, and we used to have a park, uh, now I think about it, it was like a mile away and I was just this young kid and we'd cross two streets to get there. Like today you would never do that, but I would, I would die if my kids did that. And we would wait for the, I would wait for the tennis players to hit a ball over and I would go get the ball in the dark when they couldn't <laughs> see me. So I would gather all these tennis balls up. Right. And sometimes I'd go like when people weren't playing, I'd look in the bushes and find tennis balls. Right. So I had them so that I had balls to hit just so I was making those swings. And over and over, man, every day, every day, day in and day out. And like, I, I know you guys know the answer to the story of where I ultimately was, but the next year I didn't make the all-star team. The next year I barely made the high school team. Then I didn't, I mean, literally I got more water than I got playing time that year. No shit. Like I was the, like more the water boy than I was, than I was, but I was on the team. The next year I got a little bit better. The next year I got a little bit, by the time I was a senior, I led the state, I led the team in hitting. I was, I was the MVP of the team. I was an all league player. And I actually made the all Valley all-star team, the first true all-star team that I ever made, which is like 30 other schools. It's the big one. I, you know, your pictures in the paper, they come they do a story on you, um, which ultimately led to college baseball, division one baseball, which ultimately led to, to be, you know, to, to getting a chance to play professionally. And, but I want people to understand that story, right? Is it, all of us right now, every single person listening to this is, is, is on the journey of doing something, whatever it is that is, whether they're building a business or they're trying to get, get that next great job or they're getting that next raise at work or the promotion at work, whatever, it doesn't matter. But listen, I want everyone to know this is that we're all not good enough yet. Like I, the best thing that ever happened that day was him saying that to me is because you want to know the truth. He was right. He was a hundred percent right. There were 15 kids that made that team. So even if I was the 16th best player in that league with a hundred, 200 kids in that league, even if I was the 16th best player, I wasn't good enough because there's 15 guys better than me. Right. So you have a choice. All of you right now, you have a choice. You can sit around and be mad that, that you're not good enough or you think you're not good enough. Or you can acquire the skills necessary to make sure that nobody ever fucking tells you that again, mm -hmm. ever go acquire those skills. So he did me a favor by being honest with me. Think about it this way. Ig. What if he would have picked me? I, there, you know how much worse my life would have been Yeah. because I would have been fooled because why I, I what did I say to everybody? I literally thought he was going to pick me because he loved me because he liked me. Mm -hmm. because he was like a dad to me. I didn't tell you that I earned it. Yeah. I didn't tell you that I was, that I was, that I was putting in the effort that I was putting in those hours of, of working and doing it and getting better. I didn't say any of that. I said, I thought I was going to make it because our team won the championship team. Mm 
mm-hmm. more guys, not just me, and that he liked me. Those were that that that's truly, and I'm not lying. I'm telling the truth. I want you all to know that's what I believed. The best thing in the world is that he said, "Yo, you're not getting anywhere in life because people like you. You're not getting anywhere in life without putting in the time, energy, and effort that it takes by acquiring the skills necessary." And those are that 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 lesson is something that sticks with me today. Is so. You, I, I still have the, the cool thing is I still have that tea still That's have awesome. it to this day. Do you want to know the truth? When shit gets tough or I'm having a rough day or, you know, business isn't where it should be and our numbers aren't there. And you know, whatever that is, there are still days where I pull that thing out and I go smack balls off it. You want to know why? Cause it reminds me like you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. And it reminds me like, okay, we got to go get the skill. What, what are we missing? Instead of looking at woe is me and why us and oh shit, the market sucks or who else or whatever. Oh, so-and-so is not pulling their weight. Bullshit. Be the leader. Mm -hmm. It all falls on me. All of it. Getting where I wanted to go wasn't, again, it's not my mom's fault. I get guys all the time, man. Uh, My girlfriend's little boy plays and I hear this one guy, this guy on the team, this dad saying, oh, I could have made it. The coach didn't like me. And I, you know, and I'm like, what? I, dude, you know what my biggest pet peeve in the world is when they, when people understand or they know they want to tell me about, you know, when they were 12 years old and they hit a home run, I'm like, bro, you're 40. Like, yeah, who gives a shit? Real. Yeah, exactly. Like, who gives a shit? Like, I, I hate even talking about accolades of it. I honestly do. People want to ask those questions. I'm like, yeah, but I'm going to tell you, and I want everyone to know this is also is that that baseball guy, the guy that got to run on those fields in front of 50,000 people, the guy that got to hit home runs at, you know, Gonzaga University and uh, like that guy truly would get his ass kicked in my life today. He is nowhere near good enough. And, and, and the reason why I, I am not a poster on your wall is because I didn't keep living that. I got to that point and I signed that contract. Mm-hmm. And I, and I thought it was going to be different. And then you get there and it's the same game, right? <laughs> right? Except for now there's a business attached to it. And now you're a commodity and they're paying you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I didn't exactly. know how to handle that. I didn't understand that part of the game. I was just wanted to play baseball. I just wanted to run on these fields, man. I just wanted to steal bases, right? <laughs> you, you, I know you made reference to Dave Robertson, Boston, and he was my roommate in the minor leagues. And then, uh, and uh, Dave and I, he was at, he was at UCLA when I was at Gonzaga and we would go back and forth for the stolen base title for, for in the PAC 10. It was in those days, we didn't know each other cause we were in the North and the South. Oh, that's uh, and then, and then we, we ended up being road roommates, uh, you know, the, in the, in the minor league. So, which is, which is cool. And, and we used to talk about that stuff all the time about like, about the work that it takes. Right. Mm-hmm. And that you get to that point. And, and again, here's what I want, you know, people to know is that, the, your effort, right? Your work et- and work ethic is ultimately what keeps you there. Like, I think it was Conor McGregor had a wonderful, I mean, I don't really watch him now because he's so rich and so weird, but yeah. coming up, man, he was a, like his, his, uh, I remember reading that or actually watching it. And he said, this is not, this is not talent. What you see, this is not talent. This is obsession. I am obsessed with the technique. I am obsessed with 
being the best. I am obsessed with it being absolutely perfect. So I ne- I don't leave until I get it right. Mm-hmm. So this is not talent. It's obsession. So those of you out there right now are like thinking that somebody's where they are is because of their talent. And don't get me wrong. I mean, the, the, you know, if you're a seven footer and can jump out of the gym, like you probably got a better shot than I do at five ten. you know, <laughs> making the NBA. Like, let's just, I mean, let's be honest. I'm not trying to say all things, right. but I'm saying right now in your life, what is this? What, where do I want to go? Figure that out. What do I, what I want that to look like? What is that goal that I want? And then what are the skills that I need to acquire? What do I need to learn? Mm-hmm. What do I need to, to, to master to get there? Right. And then get going. Don't wait. Let's go back to what we started this with, right? Like, don't wait for the new year. Don't yeah. wait for Monday. Don't wait for whatever. Like, don't. No, start now, today, right now. What do I got to do? Right? Even if you just put 30 minutes in today, that's fine. Do it. Do it. You want to lose weight? Don't wait till the next year. Don't be, oh, well, the holidays and all this bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. Go for a walk tonight. Right. You hear this, get your ass up, go for a walk, 30 minutes, put it on your timer. Just go for a walk. That's it. That's it. Nothing else. And if, sorry, if you're in Boston and it's freaking freezing, <laughs> I'm not go outside. <laughs> get your ass on a treadmill somewhere, whatever. But no, man, that's, you know, and, and I'll say this too, about, about the story, you know, about, about not being good enough is, you know, a lot of time. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I was crushed. It still hurts. Like, I, you know, no one ever wants to be told that like, but, but understanding again, I needed to understand that you don't get shit like all-star teams. You don't get to that next level of life without putting in the work. And mm-hmm. some of us, it takes more work than others. Right. Like I said, it wasn't the next year that, ha- that it happened. So what if I just went out there and hit a hundred balls that day and never went back out there? Right. And expected a result. Mm-hmm. Right. I think Bill Gates gets the credit for this, but it's like, you know, we, we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in the next five or 10. And we were talking about this with habits, right? Is that look, the shit you're doing right now (laughs) is going to matter in 2030. Right. And you're you're like, well, people are like 2030. That's so far away. Yeah. Guess what? Your, your, your habits today, the shit that you're doing right this second, is going to make or break your 2030. Yeah, it's my Right? Like, that's the truth, man. It's the truth. 100%. I, I bet, like you said, like, if, if he told you, like, or if he didn't tell you that you weren't good enough and, and he um, allowed you to make the team, like, you just would have stayed stagnant. And, and, like, that's what people don't realize sometimes about life is it's all about those lessons. You know, some people think, well, what, what else do I have to learn? I already went to school. Like, I, I, what else do I have to learn? You, you know what I mean? I'm perfect. And with every single situation, those situations get brought up so we can learn, so we can grow. And that's what every single day is all about, learning about how you can better yourself. And I think as well, it must be really interesting for you, like thinking about that story um, and, and thinking about like where you were with your younger self. And I'm always curious to ask people this, like, what advice would you give to that younger self? Hmm. Yeah. I love, I always love that question. Um, Literally fall in love with the process. If I, if if that's what I would tell myself is stop, stop looking for the result and, and fall in love with the process because it's, it's literally what you do every day that matters the most. 
it's, you know, and, and, and I'll go back. You, you, you made reference to this a little bit, and I, I think it's good for everyone to know in optimal self. One of our, one of our days is called consumption. And when we talk about consumption, it's easy to talk about food, right? Is it's like, it's what I'm consuming. And we understand it's very easy to know, right? Like if you put shit in, <laughs> you know, you're not going to feel very well. Like over time, it's going to catch up to you. You know, that Big Mac today, it doesn't really matter. But that Big Mac over the next 10 years consistently is going to matter a lot, Mm -hmm. right? So we understand consumption. So you like, you're not going to put 87 octane. You're not going, you, I mean, again, you're never going to see a Lamborghini at, you know, out here, it's called AMPM putting 87 octane in it. That's never going to happen. That car will never run. So are you a high powered machine? Yes, you are. So why the hell are you putting in substandard fuel? Right. So that, so in our consumption, so, but consumption is not just what we eat. It's what we look at. It's what we listen to. It's the people we are around. We're consuming mm-hmm. all of that information, right. all of that media, mm-hmm. all of we're consuming all the time. And every piece of that matters. What I also what I what I say. There's a great I had a great quote by one of my really good buddies who owns a, a badass company. We were on a mastermind call and he said, Stop listening to yourself and start talking to yourself. Mm, You see, because the listening, think about this, y'all. The listening is usually other people's shit. You're not good enough. Why are you doing that? Get your shit together, right? Why didn't you go to college? Why are you doing this? Why did you, you know, right? That's like, you're not like all those thoughts. Like, it's like, oh my God, we're listening. And a lot of times we're not doing, that's not it. But if we start talking to ourselves, now I get to dictate those words. Now I get to say, hey, bro, let's go learn something today. Do you learn? Yeah, man, go push again. Hey, great job making that bed. Hey, great job getting your water again. That a boy, right? right? Like start talking to yourself. Start giving yourself those little wins instead of listening to all the bullshit, right? Like, so again, my younger self, very simple, man. Listen. Dream big and fall in love with the process. Yeah. And I, I, th- I think that's a huge advice for, for anybody. Cause like I, I went through a situation over the last two months, you know, I graduated college. Uh, I got this nice job out of, uh, out, out of school. And, and then that job ended, it was only a summer job. And I, I went back to working at Dunkin' Donuts and I was applying for all these jobs, comparing myself to other people. Why are all these people in this position that I'm not? And, and, you know, now looking back after those two months, I did some real deep reflection and that was all meant to happen. You know, I, I was, I was meant to go through that time to learn about different things that I have been neglecting. And it's just, you have to go through those situations in your life to sort of what you preach in optimal self to become your best self. And just lastly, I want to give you the opportunity to explain to the listeners what your company optimal self is, where they can find more about it and uh, where they can learn more about yourself as well. Yeah, man. So, I mean, obviously all the socials optimal self, my, my personal one on IG is baseball. 
Uh, optimalself.today is, is our website, which will, you know, you'll get our, you'll get our, our identity course for free that gets you into the private group where I go, uh, I'm, I'm in there live a couple of days a week with, with everybody. So, um, that, 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 those are the easy spots, you know, to, to follow along. But I mean, if anybody's out there and they need help, I mean, you can, you can DM me or, you know, I'm easy to find, man. I, I'm, I don't, I'm not, I'm not bigger or better than anybody. I, I love what I do. And I'm just trying, you know, my, my goal again is to help and inspire people to change behavior through belief and action so they can be the best version of themselves. And it's not my version. It's not your mom's version. It's no one else's version, man. It's, it's, it's truly creating the opportunity for people to understand who they are and what the best version of them looks like. Cause it's not my version, man. Like it's not, I'm not telling you to work out like I work out. I'm not telling you to eat like I eat. I'm not telling you to live like I live. That's my thing. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't work for everybody. And I get it, nor would I want you to. Right. But and at the same time, I do want to empower people and create environment. I mean, the, the goal is to create the environment so that people can come in there and know that they're supported to be the best version of them, whatever that looks like. And, you know, it's not, you know, yeah, I get it. Like we get pushed in certain ways from, from our families and our parents and, you know, like society and we're told certain things. What I want people to do is be independent thinkers, man. I, I want you to challenge, not, not, I want you to challenge your own beliefs because yeah. a lot of times we get sucked into them and they're not ours. And, and sometimes they are, and sometimes we're, we're challenging ourselves, but the moment you understand, and, and again, one of the things that we teach is that, the true moment that you understand or that you take responsibility for everything in your life. So I'm going to say that for myself, right? Like the moment I took responsibility and said, I am where I am because of the choices that I made, not because of my mom, not because of my dad, not because Mm -hmm. of anything else, right? Not because of where I was born and we didn't have money and we didn't have things. And my dad was abusive and he's an alcoholic and he still is to this day. And I never had a relationship with him. I could go on and on and on about those things, right? But the moment I said, well, hold on a second. I mean, that's not his fault. My life is not his fault. I made those choices. Mm -hmm. I am where I am because of the choices I made. I didn't spend 20 years in the big leagues because of me, because I didn't, I didn't do the right things. I didn't push the right buttons, not the league, not, not, not the teams. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong. That first year when I was out of baseball and I was like, I was so pissed off, right? I was, it was easy to blame everybody else. And the moment you stand up and go, and here's what I want people to understand. The moment you will take responsibility for everything in your life, you literally unlock your power to have anything in your life because now you're in control. You get to take back control. So if, if, if I can help somebody take back control of their life, meaning they understand that they get to create it, be the architect of your future, be the creator of what comes next. Look, we need other people. We need mentors. We need, listen, we do. You're a young man, man. You're going to need those people, right? You're going to need to learn something new. And you may not even know what that next step is. Mm-hmm. I tell people all the time, literally the planner, which I'm showing you on those people. I know they're not watching, but this planner was never a thought for me. When I built Optimal Self, when I was first doing it and we, and I built this coaching program and the system and all this stuff, the planner was never, never. Didn't even, it, was, it, it never even came to, to a thought, Right wasn't in the plan, wasn't in my business plan. 
right. wasn't on the sheet, nothing. And then as time goes on and you're taking steps and you're doing it, right? You're actually doing shit, moving in direction of where you want to go and mm-hmm. what your mission is. And all of a sudden these things start popping up. It's like, yo, man, well, how great would it be if we had this? How great would it be if it had a page where people could start their streaks? They could be like, yeah, I'm going to make my bet every day. And every day you freaking have a thing right here. Boom. You open that shit up and you get to put an X on that day. Cause I made my bed today. And then I made my bed again and I start, eh, eh, don't break this chain, man. Don't break the streak, create a streak, right? Create that streak. You'll love this man. Cause you're a baseball dude. Um, the, the quote on the quote on, on the day that is the streak is, is Cal Ripken. Oh, and it's that it. in Cal's Cal Cal's um, Cal's quote it years ago was the streak has become my identity. It's who I've become. So those of you guys that are baseball fans that listen to Tiggy show, man, you know, I mean, that's a streak that's never going to get broke ever. Right. Like that shit is done. Like what that dude did for all those years, day in and day out for how many never missed an inning and then how many never missed a game. Right. But again, that was just a game, you know, but that that's who he became. It became his identity. Mm-hmm. What if we create that identity for people? That's what optimal self is. We create that identity for you. And it starts with the little things, right? I'm, like I told you, my identity, I don't miss. I don't, I said, I'm going to the workout. I don't miss a workout. Right. I said, I'm going to eat that. I'm, I don't miss a meal. I, 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 I told that I told my girlfriend, I love her. And, and, and I don't miss a chance to tell her. I love her. I don't miss a chance to tell her she's beautiful. I don't. Cause, cause you know why? Cause my identity is who I become mm-hmm. and I don't miss. Right. I want to, yeah, I want to help people create that identity for themselves. That's what optimal self is. It's the, it's the art of becoming the best version of you. And it's doing it so that we create the identity that you want. You get to be the architect, nobody else. I love it. I love it. So everybody go out and check out optimal self. And I think that plan is going to be a huge help for a lot of people. And I, I think that the resources that, that you're providing for people is, you know, especially huge with everything that's going on right now. You know, we have a lot of people in November and December who, um, you know, are alone, not with their families at the moment. And, you know, are, are especially going into this next year, really trying to get to that better self. And so everybody go and check out Jeremy's optimal self company. Cause it, I think it could definitely help you. Well, Jeremy, really appreciate you taking the time. I loved your energy. I loved the little <laughs> nuggets that you had all throughout this episode. And I think people are going to take a lot out of this. Uh, I, I appreciate you having me, man. And whatever, you know, keep grinding, keep it going. And if you need me to come back, you want to chat again, dude, let's do it. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.